a woman says what? It's not because she didn't hear you. She's giving you a chance to change what you said. Sincerely, all women. <laughs> Episode 13, how do I get faster? Have you ever wanted to start running but didn't know where to start or started a couch to 5K but quit because it wasn't catered to you? Or better yet, you've been running for a minute, knocked out all the 5Ks, hit up some half marathons, but you keep getting injured, not getting faster, and you're questioning your love for running. If you're a woman over age 35 and been trying to figure out this running thing on your own or don't know where to start, this show is for you. Welcome to Runners University, Women's Guide to Running After 35. My name is Dr. Leticia, physical therapist, certified running nutrition coach, and I've been helping women for many years now tackle aches, pains, build strength, and break mental barriers to living their best life on and off the pavement. Every episode, I take the guesswork out of how to train smarter, faster, and run for life without nagging injuries and actually enjoying it. Let's make running or walking into your 40s, 50s, and beyond your best yet. Welcome to Runners University, Women's Guide to Running After 35. Thanks for joining me here today, this afternoon, whenever it may be. If you're new to the podcast, definitely welcome. If you're old to the podcast, definitely welcome as well. Before I get started today, I want to give a shout out to our youngest son, Donovan, as he turns 12 just after, um, right around the time of this recording. So happy 12th birthday, Donovan. Love you, Pooh. All right. So I pray everything is going well with you. You know how we can have ups and downs with running and walking. So today I want to focus on three ways to improve your pace and get faster. This is a very common question because a lot of people, once you get going in your journey, you're feeling good and sometimes you want to bring on another challenge. You get stuck in a rut and then you're trying to figure out, I've been going at this same pace and this same loop around my neighborhood and nothing is changing. So sometimes we get ourselves in trouble, we look up a how to get faster, run our workout, and we jump right into a heavy workout, and then we figure out that maybe that might not be the right way to go. Or it could have worked for you. But as a master runner, yes, a runner over the age of 35, we have to think things and approach things a little bit differently and still be able to go out there and kill it, which we are doing so don't feel like just because of your of a certain age you're not going to be able to get faster now getting faster improving your pace does involve other factors and that's definitely going to be in appropriate rest and recovery your hydration and what your cross training is doing so these are just kind of some of the areas that we'll address in our three ways to improve your running on today so number one would be consistency is key. I know life can shift and some, and some things can occur, but taking some time for you and your health and self-care is very important. So aim for three days per week, if you can, of your running routine. That's a good starting point. And yes, you can, can, ah, you can progress up to five, six days a week, Yes, 
that can come with more time and more consistency. I know some ladies that do do seven days a week. That may work for them, but I do caution you have to have some downtime for your body. Your body will begin to let you know with little aches and pains and nagging things popping up or just not feeling as good as you can on certain runs that maybe we need to scale back and for sure have that rest and recovery day in there. I'm definitely an advocate of that. So there are types of workouts that you can include to help with improving that pace. Three different types they'll talk about today. There are other types, but the easy run, that is runs under 45 minutes and those are essentially classified as your general everyday and go out for a run. These should be conversational pace runs. You should be able to hold a conversation. You shouldn't be breathless. You shouldn't be choking wind out there. The majority of your workouts are actually of your run workouts will actually be easy runs. So it's not doing, you know, heavy intervals, heavy this, that, speed, speed, speed. Majority of your runs in the week will be that easy run. So if you are someone that is doing the three days per week, it could be easy run one day. Um, a, a harder run the second day and then the third day could be a long run so the long run component will take you into greater than 90 minutes of running and as a new new runner that is definitely um, enough so it could be pushing a little bit farther in that direction with longer runs being the type of runs but guess what you don't even need that longer run in there it could be two easies, one hard. Two easies, one hard. All good. So let's focus. That's type of run one. Number two is going to be a tempo run. So a let's say a tempo run is a run that you definitely need to have some guidance on because that tempo part is based on what your pace is. So you want to have this is going to be like a harder run. So you're going to be giving yourself a push and you should not be talking in full sentences. You might have like short sentences, but a full blown conversation. You won't be doing that. So you address your pace because you want that pace to be something that is a hard effort. So it's not really like a 10K race pace. If you're familiar with the 10K race pace, but you want to look at a pace predictor online so you can find out where your pace should be during that. So the way that you look at that is you take one, um, any of the races that you've done, take that time, you put it into the pace predictor and it will tell you a range of where you should be hitting in the tempo run. So the tempo run can start out with say you're going on a 35, 40 minute run. You start out with nice, easy warm up, then you hit a couple of rounds of five minutes at that tempo pace. And remember, that's that pace that's gonna be pushing hard, hard, hard. Well, hard, hard, hard. Harder than you would normally go, for sure. Non-conversational pace. So you would do five minutes at tempo, and then you would go down to a two to three minute recovery in a slow, easy pace, or even a walk. Then you ramp back up again for the five minutes. You get it. Then you cool down. Um, to complete that workout. So those, that's another type of workout that you can help, that helps you with getting faster is a tempo run. The next 
the third brand that we'll talk about today and there are others and that is heel workouts so sometimes those can be speed work in disguise because they definitely offer some some benefits that are very similar to traditional speed workouts so if you think about running up hill you really have to have power and that's going to help with promoting your speed and improving your running economy which is how easy um, it is for you to run for a longer period of time with not getting as tired and you think about going downhill that's going to work all these muscles as well quads um, your muscles and tendons it has to build strength because you have to be able to control yourself going downhill and this and guess what if you are turning uh, training for a race you might want to look at the race map to see are there inclines aka hills in them you don't want to do a whole training cycle running on a treadmill or running on the same path smooth surfaces just to show up to the race and you figure out that half the race is going uphill has hills so you your body will definitely go through shock and then you will leave yourself more prone to injury because of that so hill workouts um they can be done a variety of ways. They can be hard, short sprints that are going up or down the hill. You can do sustained gradual hills where you're gradually climbing. That's another uh, type of workout that you want to get some guidance on as well. Easy runs, everyone's all good. Tempo and hill workouts, recommend getting some guidance before figuring out how to incorporate those into uh, your daily workouts. All right, number two, cross training. And more importantly for me is strength training specific for runners is key. Strength training, mobility and recovery are really the golden gooses of being a master runner. That targeted training will improve your pace, decrease risk of injuries and help you run longer before you get tired and just so much more. If you really wanna dive a little bit deeper into strength training for runners, Go ahead and check out my episode in which I talk directly about strength training for women. I will put the episode number in the show notes as well. This is a point that it's like really that missing segment that we get a lot of individuals that are just so focused on running, 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 and that's all they do is running. And like, oh yeah, I feel good, or I'm excited about this, or I'm excited about that, and I'm able but then your body starts giving you those signals that you start to ignore. Oh, this ache is coming up. Oh, I'll just kind of run through it. You know, when I get warmed up, it'll go away. No big deal. And then you continue to have another run. Okay, I'm running. Oh, it's going, well, man, now this is not going away. What's going on? You've continued in that same cycle for months and our body had been giving us cues that you're back up. You need to do something different here. Let's go ahead and address this before it turns into something. And then I've seen uh, in my practice as a physical therapist and as a run coach where we have ladies that have progressed through a long or closer to a, a long marathon training plan and they get the last four to six weeks before the race and they figure out, oh, I'm injured. Guess what? four to six prior weeks prior to that, you would begin to show the symptoms that something was going on. Then we get into, hey, this is emergency mode. What do we have to do to get through these uh, the last 
weeks of training and complete this race. So I've done some emergency physical therapy cases to basically patch people together so they can make it through. And I'd hate for you to have to go through that same circumstance as well. And some of that comes can come into what your training looks like, what your hydration, what your nutrition, and definitely incorporating strength, mobility, and recovery days, some good active recovery days in there too. Last but not least, number three is get a running coach. It's not just for the pros, the elite, or the rich. <laughs> a carefully designed program or either just a custom written plan for you to knock out on your own or working one-on-one that is created for you, tasting consideration your time, your current level, and your goals. Much different than just pulling off the beginner marathon plan or beginner half marathon plan that says, oh yeah, if you're able to run you know, 30 minutes at a time, three days a week, you're ready for this plan. That some of those plans work perfectly for individuals, but I find that a lot of those don't really fit into uh, runners of various different levels, and especially when you're looking at master's runners, because I'm pretty sure a lot of those programs were definitely built for essentially young men in their 20s and 30s. <laughs> there could, there are some custom, there are some little more customization plans available. But if you want to think about that accountability support, being able to switch things based on your lifestyle and having someone to kind of be, hey, is this right or does this feel right to have that feedback that you can't get from printing off a piece of paper online. So think about how you can incorporate and run at your best and your longest. Sometimes um, investing in a run coach can definitely be beneficial for you. It's definitely beneficial when you're training for a race or multiple races within the season so that you know when you need to be at your peak and you know how to do recovery and you know how to ramp back up for your next race. So I've had several individuals that needed that continued accountability throughout the whole year. It's like, here's my plan for this. Uh, During this weekend, I'll be out of town. What do I need to do? Uh, I need to make some shifts in this area as well, and it works out perfectly. It also gives you the way to say you don't have to guess. And also helps with decreasing your risk of injury. All right, so are you ready to take action? I'm actually opening up some, some slots to accept run coaching clients. So if you have a question about how a coach can help, have a big running goal, you want help, or you would like even just to incorporate a runner's strength plan that works for you or plan to get faster and less injury prone, then go ahead and we can set up a consult. I'll go ahead and put the link from my free runner's consults in the show notes and look forward to hearing from you. So depending on when you're listening to this, I will still have this link available and uh, some coaching, hopefully some coaching slots available. So we can all, you can also reach out with me one-on-one to see if the best what the best fit is for you and check out availability so there you have it are three ways to improve your pace and get faster one consistency is key two cross training and three getting a running coach until next time ladies go out there and continue to do the thing hey girl thanks for listening to the show today If you are new to running or tired of trying to search Dr. Google on the best ways to begin and continue running without giving up or getting burnt out, 
then head over to www.runnersuniversity.co slash get started to grab my bulletproof running guide for women. You got this girl. Do your thing. Music produced by King Music. Check him out, y'all.